0: Figure It Out podcast. Living that marketing life. Fuel marketing through education, inspiration, and motivation. Thank you for listening. Like this episode or any other episodes, suggest it to
1: someone who may enjoy it as well. Here is your host, Frankie Enzi. Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Battle Axe Beards, co-partner of an English training school in Vietnam, Kyle Fry. What's up, everyone? How's it, Frank? Thanks for having me on board. I'm super excited to be doing this. Yeah, for sure. So I'll uh, tell people how we met. Pretty wild story. While I was teaching in China, my manager's like, oh, we got this new guy coming, South African. Yeah, uh, you're going to love him. So I remember remember the first time I saw you, I walked up the stairs at the school. and just this guy sitting on the couch, you know, biggest smile on his face. And then uh, came up, gave a firm handshake. We became pretty good friends.
0: Yeah, no. Um, yeah, what can I say? Um, that was quite an amazing journey or part of my life that i went through it was yeah you were you definitely became a big part of that yeah it was awesome man came to china expecting i think what a lot of maybe what a lot of naive foreigners do you think you know you're gonna find a whole lot of small like you know village and you know people uh fishing off the side of the like you know off the bridges and that sort of thing or well, that's at least what i thought i'd be finding and get there and it's like wow, completely shell shocked. You know these skyscrapers, like absolutely insane. So developed, taking things to a whole new level. And it was amazing. It was amazing to see how how the other side, you know, live and so forth. And the culture shock was just really big for me. But you know, to have like some really good guys, like like for example yourself and Pascal and and to name a few, um, just to have the support there was really great. But yeah, no, it was awesome. We got up to. It's quite a few shenanigans, but all in good faith and all in good fun. But yeah, it was awesome, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. So so everyone knows Kyle moved to Vietnam, so that's where he's based now. But we'll get more into the Asia life in a second. So as I do with uh, my guests as of late, I asked them 10 questions just to get the blood flowing. And then uh, we'll get into a drink of choice.
0: A drink of choice, I'd have to say a good craft beer.
1: Well, be more specific. Oh, good IPA. Okay, yeah, IPA. Yeah. Uh, favorite
0: sport? Uh, favorite sport, I definitely have to say rugby.
1: Favorite country you visited?
0: Oh, favorite country I visited? Thailand, without a doubt. Love Thailand, man. Favorite food? Favorite food? Oh, good old steak. Good old ribeye steak.
1: <laughs> favorite actress or actor?
0: Oh, favorite actress. Actor, I'm going to have to go with... Brad Pitt. Not bad.
1: What do you use for learning resources?
0: For learning resources? Oh, okay. Well, definitely my go-to is social media, YouTube, um, internet, Google. It's just insane. The amount of information out there is mental. (laughs) Favorite book? Favorite book? Oh, okay, awesome. I have to say it's called A Million Little Pieces. Uh, I forget who it's actually written by now, but it's based on a true story. Uh, but a recovering drug addict Um, and he's like fight like actually day-to-day fight of how he goes through his struggle and also just like grabbing friends out of of going back into the struggle again and the journey that he has to get to get one of like it's yeah it's just an amazing book so a million little pieces I'd have to say
1: Uh, One regret
0: One regret not taking not taking power of my future soon enough. Oh,
1: that's pretty good. Something on your bucket list.
0: Something on my bucket list. Mm, I would love to overcome my fear and swim with blue a whale shark.
1: That'd be wild. All right. And favorite yeah. quote.
0: Favorite quote. Favorite quote. Hmm. There's so many out there. But I would have to say favorite quote would be what doesn't kill you makes you
1: stronger. Love it. Love it. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's kind of fall back. So you left, so you came to China, you did the teaching with me and then you did a lot of other stuff on the side, you know, on like entrepreneurial side, doing your own side hustles and then you eventually went to Vietnam and now actually, or yeah, then you went to Vietnam and now you're partner of a training school and you have your own e-commerce site for beard products. So before we get into it, I just want to let everyone know how this actually came. Kyle messaged me. He's like, Hey man, when are you going to have me in your podcast? When are you going to have me in your podcast? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. When you make your first sale, when you make your first sale and months, months went by Kyle still building his site, still building a social media presence, uh, asking me questions about, you know, marketing, whatever, Um, had some good chats about that. And then Kyle launched his site, got his first sale. And I was like, I don't believe you. So I actually bought a product for my friend, a bearded product for my friend, got it, had Kyle's logo. So Kyle earned uh, his, his way on the podcast. So so yeah, tell us about the training school and then we'll get into the e-commerce store.
0: Yeah, well, well, man, the training the training store or the training school was really just I can't put it more in, in other words than just really a blessing, dude. It, it was really insane how it how it came across. I mean, I was literally sitting outside of my of my house um, having a cigarette just after after I think it was actually on a weekend, just enjoying my weekend off. Uh, because, yeah, I'm teaching in the public schools, So I'm teaching actually over a thousand kids a week. It is, it is wild. But um, anyways, yeah, so I was just sitting outside, you know, just really relaxing, reminiscing, now going through my social media, that sort of thing, uh, catching up. Vietnamese woman came up and approached me. We, we couldn't speak any, she couldn't speak any English. I, I obviously couldn't. I speak very, very little Vietnamese. Like, it's really, really basic stuff. And so I actually got my girlfriend on the phone and I asked, you know, just speak to this woman and ask her what's up. She's just sitting here and I can see she wants to, you know, communicate with me, but she's struggling. And it turns out, yeah, she wanted to find out a little bit about me. And so the girlfriend obviously said, you know, like I'm an English teacher and so forth. And um, she turned around and said, well, I'm actually opening up an English center and I'm looking for a English partner to join would it be something that you guys would be interested in? Obviously, this has been uh, one of my dreams. As you know, I've spoken a lot about it a lot in China. I'd have loved to open up my own English center, and <clears throat> so yeah, we 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 met a week later, chatted chatted about it and all that, and literally two weeks later, we got the contract signed up. And next month, I know, yeah, it's become real. Um, we've had the photo shoot. The boards are going to be done. Um, so that's really actually how it how it happened, man. It was really how can I say fate or just really a blessing?
1: Yeah. I I guess I saw you from not having that much teacher experience to learning the ins and outs and actually building your own kind of style and system from what, what, while working together. So how do you think that everything you learned in Hangzhou, uh, that's where we were Hangzhou. Yeah. How did you, how did, what did you, what what did you take most from Hangzhou teaching to bring to Mm -hmm. Vietnam and what, what got you, what, what made you a better teacher while being in Hangzhou to bring to Vietnam?
0: Well, well, you know, Frank, um, I say this to, to everyone that I literally meet in Vietnam. If it wasn't for DD Dragon, and this is straight up honest facts, hardcore facts. Look, every business, every company has their own problems. Let's face it. But, you know, no, no company is perfect. But at the end of the day, the, the training that I received at... DD Dragon, I believe, is some of the best training out there, and I'm not just saying that. I've had training in in centers here in Vietnam. Only other training that I can say that comes close to to DD Dragon is Apex, which is a they are huge, huge, a huge business out the side, um, huge English center, with massive presence. They come close to DD Dragon, but from the TPR, from from the the drills, from from you know just getting the students to actually communicate with fluent grammar, you know, fluid, just fluently communicating and not, you know, messing up your your, your, your your grammar and that sort of thing. I learned so much, man. Um, if it wasn't for DD Dragon, I I wouldn't be the teacher that I am today. I, what I learned at DD Dragon, I still use today in the public school systems. In And I'll be using what I learned, not all of it, but some of it, I'll be incorporating into the English centre that I'll be starting up too because it is that good. I I strongly believe. That's one thing that that Vietnam and and I say it a lot. I'm not scared to say it, but that's one thing that Vietnam really needs to uh, that Vietnam really needs to catch up on because they are a lot on the IELTS and IELTS is a system that's been brought on brought in by the Americans and it's really just a marketing thing because if you look at a, if you look at an IELTS test. They're testing you, they're giving you 40 minutes or 30, sorry, 45 minutes on writing, 45 minutes on reading, and 15 minutes on speaking. You see, so, so what ha- what's happening is the students are, are able to read and write perfectly with no problem. But when it comes to communicating, having a conversation, man, are they struggling. So, so that's something that I really want to try and change where they where they where they where they don't buy into this whole marketing scheme of IELTS and it's it's not going to be easy but that's why like um, our English center we are going to focus on communication at the end of the day you can have the reading and the writing that's great but if you cannot communicate or bring across an idea to your boss or to your CEO or to your your, your sales manager or to whoever it is do you know what I mean like like what what's the point? if you can't have that 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 fluent communication basis then it's pointless it doesn't mean anything dd dragon really 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 helped a lot and like i say, if it wasn't for them man i wouldn't honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't be teaching in vietnam now it was all a catalyst It all basically it flowed you know what i mean i'd done my two years at dd and i moved on and now it's it's i'm progressing you know i'm I'm pushing the boundaries. I'm putting myself in a situation where it's not—it's—it's it's risk. At the end of the day, it's a huge risk. Um, I'm investing quite a bit of money into the center, um, so it is a big risk. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to push yourself out of that comfort zone in order to grow.
1: What uh, what, what 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 from from everything you learned from your coworkers, including me, what what is one thing that you got that you took away the most? So you know, for example, something from one coworker or myself what is something that that you took away the most that's really helped you get to where you are now
0: well I would say definitely not not to give up not to give up Um, there's a lot of times where I wanted to give up where I also especially felt where I wasn't good enough there's a lot of times I mean I don't know if you remember where I came to you and i would be like ah shit Frank you know I don't know if I'm doing it right and uh, you know, that I'm getting this dirty look from the TA and, that, uh, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's, and, and, you know, those, those words of just encouragement where it's just like, don't worry about it, but you, you're new to this. You're going to get it. You've got that personality. Just let your personality shine through um, and just push on, you know? And really that was, I would say that's, that's some of the best advice that I've, that I, that I received from not just you, but a lot of the teachers there, Um, you, um, Pascal Michael when, when he was teaching there from from time to time Jeff I mean i, I stayed with Jeff um, for for quite some time and Jeff Jeff you know he also he, he was a great a source of I don't want to say like yeah a source of inspiration in a sense because I mean he was a young guy um, he'd been there for two years already and you know every time I think oh, shut Col, you're not going to make this you're not going to be able to do it then you know you, you look at like guys like Jeff you look at guys like yourself you know, that's been, that was there for 10 years. You know, you look at guys like, like Pascal that been there for six, seven years. Um, and you think to yourself, but Carl, if they can do it, so can you, you know, what, what's really different, you know, come on, you know, they, they, no disrespect, but they're not better than you as a human being. If they can rise to the occasion, what's stopping you from rising to the occasion? So yeah, no, I definitely say that would definitely be, I mean, you know, being away from home, shit, in a foreign country, yeah, and I mean, I'd just gone through a divorce too, so that wasn't, you know, that also messed around with 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 my mental state a bit, so just having you guys being there for me, and, you know, just saying, you know, bro, we there for you, if there's anything you need to talk about, um, you know, give us a call, you know, so yeah, no, definitely the support structure, and then, yeah, just, just the advice of, you know, don't give up, Carl. Don't be a bitch, basically, you know, stand up to the, stand up to the challenge and push through and show them what you're made of.
1: Sweet, man. No, and it's great to see, because I definitely saw you, you know, eventually run your own classes and I can tell that your kids, your students were, you know, learning. So it's great to see that you're bringing it to Vietnam and kind of how, you know, this mentality kind of stuck with you for your other business, which is the beard, like product companies, So tell us about Battle Axe Beards and how that came about. Well, yeah, that was actually, that was a beautiful thing, man. Battle Axe
0: Beards is something really close to my heart. Look, obviously I love teaching. Um, It's one of the most rewarding jobs out there. Um, I could, if I, I could never go back and do anything else, you know? Um, Look, I don't want to be a teacher for all my life. Obviously I want to grow and push forward and, 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 and achieve other things and so forth. But Battle Axe Beards is extremely close to my heart, man. Um, and Battle Axe Beards was born out of the COVID situation, if you want to put it that way. Um, so when COVID hit and obviously, you know, we have a lot more time at home, the thoughts start ticking through the head more. You know, you start thinking, really, is this what life is really about? Look, look at all these big corporate companies just screwing everyone over now because of a virus. They've got the money to bail people out, but they don't want to do it because big corporate guys, they want to keep their five houses, their nice cars, their holiday homes, their private islands. It really just kind of made me sit back and think and, and ask myself, Kyle, what have you really been doing with your life? You've just really been coasting through. You, you've been relying on someone else to pay your, pay, pay your check. You know, pay your pay your salary. You're relying on a corporate company or on a on a on a big entity that doesn't ultimately care about you. They just care about their bottom line. And so I I started going onto YouTube and started trying to figure out how am I going to generate myself another nest egg, and how am I going to generate something where I can help other people. And through this journey, I came across you know e-commerce and and all these different things, and I, I didn't make my decision straight away, but as I was going through all these different business opportunities, if you want to put it that way, because there's a lot of bullshit out there too, a lot of fake shit, a lot of fake gurus, a lot of guys that just want to sell you a course and take your money, bro and-
1: marketers. That's what they call them, bro marketers that's it that's it standing in front of their
0: lambos and their big houses but they don't tell you that they're renting it and it's not bored, and they've just rented the lambo for the day and just to make the video and and all sorts of things but i came across rich dad poor dad and i mentioned it actually in a previous podcast that i'd done with uh, jordan he's also actually out there in canada and he does a truth pod um, on beard products and so forth i came across he's got actually a youtube channel that's awesome for me because i'm more of a visual learner I don't, or, you know, I, I learn more with video and that sort of thing. I'm not too big on books. Um, so yeah, if, if I can get that, it's great. And, and I watched the one podcast where he talks about why, why does, why do we go to school, right? We go to school to get an education. Why do we get an education to get a job? Why do we get a job to make money? Why do we make money to live, you know, and to do the things that we want to do. So the big question is, why are they not teaching you how to generate your own income? That is the big question. And that hit me like a hammer in the face, bud. I had been real—I I'd just at that point, I'd realized I'd been lied to my whole life. My whole life, I'd been lied to, our parents had been lied to, and everyone had been lied to. Don't get me wrong. We need doctors. We need lawyers. We need certain people like that in the world, of course. But not everybody is a doctor. Not everybody is a lawyer. There are certain individuals out there that have the, the fire to be entrepreneurs, to have, they, they have the fire to be real leaders, leaders that are going to take people out of poverty and put them in a place where they can help their brothers and sisters also that are in need. This way you create a ripple effect, bro. And and this is what I'm, and, and really, Frank, I was crying, bud. When I watched that, I, I sort of, I burst out in tears, bud, because I couldn't believe how how disgusting the how really the system's become. It really has become this disgusting, in my opinion. And so, I, I sat down I thought, that's it. That's enough. You're going to have to do something about this. The ball's not in your court. No one else is going to do jack shit for you. You have to do it. And so I sat down, I done my homework, went on to Google Analytics, um, Google Trends, all these good things that they offer to people. All these great tools that people don't know about. And I went to go check up on, on beard products. Why? Because I can grow a beard myself so i thought hey check there out. check that out and the beer train's been growing for the past 10 years for the past 10 years and it, there's no stopping it it's 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 busy blowing up and so i thought awesome let's 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 jump into that and created a, a a logo on my own from scratch got the website registered got all the specifics done i i had a company um out in the uk That actually registered my business. So I'm a legal registered business within the UK. Um, You can go check me out. I'm on the books. And look, there, there were certain things that I not everybody has to go to this extent right away. But because of the location where I'm at, I had to go this route. But I'm actually grateful I went this route because it just lays a solid foundation from the beginning. And yeah, man, started my marketing. I took it slow. And literally... I just went onto YouTube and and taught myself, man. You, you, there's there's so much you can learn from so many great guys out there. Um, not everyone's good. you got to be careful of who you choose. There are some really great guys out there. Really, it was just all self-taught, Frank. And just patience and persistence. Because, I mean, my payment gateway, I had such an issue with that, mate. I mean, I had to wait about two months just to get that up and running. And it was a continuous two months of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And... And a lot, that's where a lot of people would just give up. They would just say, you know what, screw it. It's, it's not worth it. But that's where I say, don't. That's what separates the losers from the winners. Or that's what separates you from being a success or not, is whether you're going to push through that hurdle. Because so many other people aren't going to push through that. They're going to just, no, you know what, I've tried two months. Screw it, it's just not worth it. Look how much time I've wasted, oh, you know this and that and that. No, 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 no. That's where you need to push harder and push on.
1: Oh, what you said about uh, Rich Dad, Poor there's a couple of points. I want to go back to what you just said, but yeah, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, definitely recommend that book. It's it's very interesting because like, you know, after reading that, I read that book and after reading it, I'll talk to my friends about ideas and it's always no, it's always no. The first thing they think of is no, 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 no. But I'm like, like, do you ever think about how the yes outweighs the no? Or I don't like calling it like poor mentality, rich. I don't like those terms, like poor mentality, rich mentality, like poor dad, rich dad kind of thing. But it's true because like, obviously I wasn't the best in school and like maybe it's easy for me to say, but like, you know, I was, I guess I was a smart kid, but you know, I wasn't school smart. You know, it's true. Like if you think about the teachers that you had, like we've been teachers. So I know teachers have their off days. I know teachers don't care. I've met teachers who don't care about teaching. They just want the paycheck. Oh, yeah. And I and I can oh, yeah. see that now that now that I talk to teachers back in Canada, you know, I can see that they're just there for the paycheck. They're teaching history, but they don't know anything about history. They're, te- yeah. they're not, you're not actually learning from an expert. You're just, you're just being taught by someone with a book, you know, and, it, it. and I really highly recommend, um, this TED talk, it's about 60 minutes long by Seth Godin. It's called Stealing Dreams. And he yeah. talks about how school systems were designed to make you factory workers. So, you know, that's go it. to school, go to school nine to five, be obedient, do what you're told. Don't question authority. Cause then when you're that's finished it. school, you can go work in a factory and do the same thing. Work your line. Don't don't step out of line. Do what you're told. And that's that's life. You know, and people, a lot of people, that's 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 what happened to them. You know, I'm not saying though you don't do that you're, you're, you're in the system. Now, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying if you're unhappy doing the nine to five, if you're unhappy, that's the whole thing. If yeah. you're unhappy doing nine to five, doing something, you don't like then you're just, you're, you're just wasting it. But th- the beef is like, if, if, if the students were more inspired, you know, wouldn't the world and wouldn't more people be inspired, wouldn't the world be a better place. So that's the, it, the, the Ted talk talks about it's called stealing dreams. And it's basically like, learn this, learn this history story fact and remember it next week on the test anything you need to memorize, you can just look on the internet, you know, but like make a project, show me how you can make an impact. So yeah, yeah, I just wanted to go back on that, but kind of staying with the, yeah. So you, you built the Shopify store from scratch. Like I've, I've known you, you're not, you know, you're you're not like the techiest dude, but you know, you're, you know, you're, you're manageable with the computers and stuff. So give (laughs) us kind of a quick step-by-step, like, okay, I have this idea, beard products, Shopify website, like how did you start it and how did you start putting it together and When, when were you like, holy, this is coming alive. You know, this is slowly becoming something, a brand. So give us like you, I know you already talked about like the couple of steps, but what, like what specifically were like, was a challenge and something you had to figure out at the start to bring you where you are now?
0: Okay. Well, one, one thing that was definitely a challenge was was how do I get my business registered? How do I get my business legal? You know, being in Vietnam, being remote not being able just to go down to the office or you know giving someone up a call or something like that so that was a that was a big 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 um big headache for me because in in order for me to get a payment gateway i needed to be registered as a legal business not being in canada or not being in united states where you can just set up a paypal and you know off you go so that was a big issue for me but like i said there are out there are people out there that that you can source the work out to. Uh, It's a bit pricey, but it's definitely worth it. Uh, The next big issue for me was basically creating my logo. A A lot of people say, you know, Carl, logo is not that important. I disagree. The reason why I disagree is because if you look at Nike, you look at Adidas, you look at all these big brands, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all these guys, you hear the name or you see the brand, and it automatically, a shit ton of information just floods your brain. Great quality, awesome marketing, you know this and that. Always styling, um, always keeping up to the trends. All these sort of things. So I, you know, I was looking at a at a logo where it wasn't too cartoony because I've noticed a lot of these beard companies are using a lot of a lot of cartoony type of graphics and really strange just not what i would like say go ahead with so i was i was really stuck with this you know i wanted to create a clean logo um something that would you would look at it you would think oh that's clean screens quality but also at the same time it it gives off that 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 effect of you know we're in the beard industry so yeah that was a bit of a, a back and forth but yeah thanks to some some people's insights yours 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 you being one of them, um, I was able to come up with the design that I do have and I'm, I am happy with it. Um, it looks nice and crisp on the packaging. Um, it looks clean. And then I would say the marketing. Marketing was a was a big one for me because I, I don't consider myself as, as very artistic or very um, creative um, in that sense. But I'll tell you something, with the apps out there nowadays, there's no excuse, bud. There is no excuse. And yeah, man, and I mean, if you if you go to my Instagram page now, which is for people that are listening, is at Beards. you can go have a look there. From the beginning, you can actually see how, how I've actually improved with my posts. And that is just exposing yourself daily, you know, to just putting the work in. Just just sitting down and taking 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes and letting those creative juices flow. And also looking at your opponents. That's what I also started doing. I look at I started looking at my opponents, looking at my competition and seeing what they're doing and kind of, you know, you mirror, you mirror success. You know, don't try and reinvent the wheel. Yeah, there's certain things you can do better, don't get me wrong, but don't reinvent the wheel. So that would be definitely um advice to 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 some to some guys out there that are looking to Open up an e-commerce um, shop or online store is to is to go look at your competition, see what they're doing, mirror it, but don't mirror it to such an extent that it's a complete copy. But you know, get a feel for what they're doing and then create your own little twist to it, add your little flavour to it. And I've started doing that, um, you know, in the past, I would say three four months, and I've seen a I've seen a, a definite definite increase um, in my following. Um, I've seen a, a better response. I would say those are the top three issues i had oh yes and then of course figuring out the website oh mate because you said it yourself i'm one of the most technically inclined guys and especially when it gets a website but shopify makes it so easy and yet again i was really blessed i was a part of a group on facebook it's shut down now, but it was basically a, a, a British guy that opened up a group and he was helping, you know, some guys out, um, you know, s- as- aspiring entrepreneurs out and just giving some advice and so forth. And there was a, actually there's actually a guy that was a part on the group. And um, obviously, through my journey, I'd be sharing with the guys what I'd be doing. And it just helps with mental, you know, mental positivity, too, and so forth. And, you know, because you get a response like, hey, good on you, bud. looks good. Keep it up. Great work. And I had a guy reach out to me. He's like, Hey man, I've got a theme for you. I've got a $500 theme for you. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, Um, free. You can, you can have it. I'm going to send it to you. And he, he airdropped that to me, man. And it helped a lot. Just having a theme helps a lot. And the Shopify system is really, it's it's really user-friendly man. And um, it, it, it takes some time to getting used to, but it's nowhere as long as what you think it would take you. Honestly. I mean, maybe my site took me all in all, I would say two to three months. Um, But of course, a site is there's continuous work that needs to be done on the site. Um, So you're always chopping and changing, testing and and doing things um, because, you know, you've said it before. Yeah, a site is never done. You've always got to be adding and Changing and and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, just uh, just uh, that was my buddy who said that. So shout out to Mike. Yeah. So you you have this idea. You're you're doing research. You're learning as everything you can, which isn't easy, right? Like you're doing web. You're doing products. You're doing supplies. Uh, oh man. Logo, man. branding, yeah. marketing, social media. So how did you like? How did you end up deciding to go with a uh, Canadian supplier? And how did you find them?
0: Oh yes. Sorry. Just to go back on onto you mentioning all those things about. Um, finding sourcing suppliers getting the business registered doing the website and you know all these things guys it's going to take a long 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 nights don't think that this is you're going to get this done doing it an hour or two hours a day yeah you will but it's going to take you probably a year to get where you want to be honestly i mean there were nights where I wasn't going to bed. I mean, I'm dead serious. Like it was like six, seven o'clock and then I'll be calling at a night. i like, cool, awesome. You know, work done. But so it takes a lot of work guys. I, I might make it sound like it's very easy, but it takes a lot of dedication from yourself too. Bottom line is, and I'm gonna be very honest. I, this, I, was first, I was first thinking of going with, with a Chinese supplier. And the reason for that is obviously your bottom line is gonna be better. It's cheaper, cheaper product. Um, you can get your product for your your ingredients and so forth for cheaper since recent events i decided it's going to be not such a good idea actually be extremely damaging towards my company if i had to go that route i looked at canada and the reason why i looked at canada is because i remembered having conversations with you in china of how you kept praising the canadian quality and how great the canadian quality is and i thought to myself well awesome let me see if there are any any so, you know, suppliers out there in Canada that are, that are pumping beard products and so forth. I done a search on Google and I came across the company that I'm using now. I don't want to mention the name for obvious reasons, but they are Canadian based. They've been in the game for, I believe, five years now, five to six years. They have tested over a hundred different other beard care companies to come up to the formula that they have. These guys are fire, man. They are pure fire. I've been getting nothing but great responses from from returning customers, might I add, um, of the products, actually saying it's a lot better than some of the big name brands out there. So I'm I'm very confident. They're a great country, a bunch of guys, always willing to go the extra mile for me. They they really they 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 strongly believe in sourcing natural ingredients and and Canadian based only. Yes, okay, our steel does come from America, but it's bench pressed in Canada, uh, nevertheless. But yeah, really great bunch of guys. And just honestly, um, I've, I've had no real issues with them, really.
1: No, that's great, man. It's good to hear. You started the website because, yeah, you started the website. You found a supplier. You got your business registered. Then I noticed, like back before, I noticed that you went heavy on the social media. So what do you think helped you your, your following and your tribe and your connections that you've built? through social media to help your brand frank
0: being a being a new brand you have to be posting on the regular and you need to really just get out there and get involved in the niche market that you are supplying to and so i got involved with a lot of lives with with other bearded bearded uh bearded um companies just bearded communities and and just really um And just got involved on a on a social on a social level and just really put my name out there done started doing quite a few lives sort of doing some some giveaways and just just a lot of organic organic reach you know i haven't done any paid ad ad, adverts um advertising as yet um and i've already got over 1000 i've got about 1230 followers at the moment and but there are also other uh, tricks and 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 so forth that you can use to 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 grow your following fairly fast it's actually not rocket science i mean really at the end of the day if you go and follow an account the chances of you getting a follow back in my experience about 70 percent of the time you're going to get a follow back so really it's just getting out there and and showing interest in in people's lives yeah showing them that you're not just some other brand that you actually are out there really putting out quality because you care what they put in their beard because at the end of the day, it's going to be in their body. And I mean, as I said before, Frank, this is not for me. Yes, of course, I want to make money. Anybody that starts a business, they want to make money, of course. But for me, that is not the main thing. For me, this is really to help families and help people out there with the proceeds that I make when the company is at that level. The main thing for me is ingredients and it's quality product and I mean, just for an example, it, it's so scary. I might be going a bit off the track now, but excuse me if I am, but it's just so scary when you sometimes see on on the labels, test this on your skin before really using it. It could cause irritation. What? What? You, are you serious? Like, uh, mate, I wouldn't even put that on me. Like, your stuff needs to be approved. You know what I mean? It needs to be FDA approved. I mean, the FDA is not going to allow things to be put on the market that that, that causes Sensitivity and breaks breaks out with rashes and stuff like that. So it's really a, a big thing for me that 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 people just get quality and they get they deserve what they you know what they hard what they work for. They work hard for their money, man. So that's a real big thing for me. And there's so many company companies out there. We call them basement oil, basement butter, and basement oil because it's all made in the basement. But you know, and it's with 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 no overseen of no high authority. It's literally made, you know, in the basement. It's off you go, uh, at your own peril. Like, it's scary, mate. So yeah.
1: I, so how do you how do you manage <laughs> like, you know, your website, your e-commerce, and your new your new position in the training school? So how do you how do you focus and balance? I'm, and
0: right, okay. So 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 Frank, there's you know there's 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 this saying where people, you know, they want. I want a perfect balance of work and play and life, you know? But let me tell you now that there's no such thing. There's no such thing, Frank. You make the choice and you suffer the consequences later. So w- what I'm trying to say is my answer to that question is you sacrifice going out. You sacrifice having holidays. You sacrifice taking care of yourself for a certain period of time to get to that level where then you are able to employ other individuals to, to take over that work and you can then take a bit of a step back. But even so, you're still then managing and you're still then overseeing. So in the beginning, what I'm saying is it's it's, it's really just time management. And when I mean by time management, it's, it's, it's every little bit of spare second that you have. You've got five minutes before class starts. Not Start posting, but use that five minutes to, to drop a post. Use that five minutes to do something in your stories. Use that five minutes to check up on your store to make sure that that, that the guys that are signing up to your emailing list are getting the emails. Um, it's, it's, it's using every little bit of spare minute in your day whenever you have the opportunity. There's so many people that waste so much time, bro. It is... Insane. And they're comfortable with it, bud. They're comfortable with it, but they're never going to get that time back, Frank. That time is gone, bro. It's wasted. It's done. You're never getting it back. And that's also another thing that really hit me is because when I was young, I wasted a lot of my time, Frank. I wasted so much of my time, man. And it actually makes me sick if I think about how much time I wasted. So so it's really but it's it's like I said, it's when you get home from teaching, it's giving yourself an hour just to, you know, relax, get some food in you, you need your energy, you need your food, you need to sustain yourself to a certain extent, of course, and then jumping on to work until 12, 1 o'clock, two o'clock that next morning, getting up the next morning, going to go work, earning your butter for your bread. Because at the, at, the, at the end of the day, Battle Axe Beards isn't bringing in my butter. It's now a side hustle. But I made that decision. I made that decision to sacrifice time away from loved ones, time away from myself, so that in the next five years, I can sit back and say, cool. Now it's my time of it to reap in the rewards. At the same time, when you get to that level, you got to make sure that you stay on that level. People think, people think the hard part is getting to that point. Yeah, it's hard. But once you get to that point, that's when the fight really begins. That's when shit gets real. Because that's when everyone else wants that title and everyone's grabbing. And then you need to make sure you're always one step ahead. Always. So it's exciting, man. It, it, not everyone's built for it, Frank. Not everybody can do it. Like I've said before, certain people are, 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 are born to be, uh, to be doctors. Certain people are born to be lawyers and go and study for years of their life and then go make a difference in that, in that field. Me personally, I wasn't that. I'm not that person. I'd rather put in the hard work, train myself up, make the mistakes, because you're going to make mistakes on the way. It's all part of growing. If you don't make mistakes, you're not going to grow. So that's another thing. People are scared of making mistakes. Nah, but nah, but you make a mistake and you learn. You're growing. It's amazing. It's it's an amazing thing actually. It's you you know it, there's there's nothing better. I love it. I love it when I make a mistake. I love it, man. It's great because awesome, I've learned something new. So <clears throat> really, yeah, Frank, it's it's really about making sacrifices, bud. bottom line, you need to make the sacrifices. When your fan phones you up and say, hey, let's go for a beer. Sorry, bud. Not happening. Not that I don't love you. Not that I don't want to be with you and spend time with you and, and create those awesome memories. But I've got something more important going on at the moment. And if you don't understand that, that's fine. I still love you. You're still my brother. But I'm not coming out. And you know what Frank it's very funny I think it's I think it's funny or not funny but I think it's actually sad that you when you post on on Facebook for example on any social media hey I just got a job everyone's awesome congratulations so proud of you bud oh the future's bright great 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 all positive all positive feedback When you post, hey, I've just started a business. See how much positive feedback you get. Why? Why, Frank? Because people don't want you to be happy. They want to see you in the same miserable nine to five, six or seven days a week job, slump like they are. That's the reality, Frank. That's the truth. Not everyone. Don't get me wrong. Shit, man, I don't mean everyone, but majority of people, they think that way. And it's human nature. It comes in with jealousy. Because now they see, oh, oh man, this guy's got the balls. It's not to say he's going to make it on that business venture. But by him trying, taking that first step, could lead to a more successful step in the future. So, yeah, that's what I say to people check your priorities, make sure you want to do what you want to do, make sure it's for you. And if it is for you, go fucking full, excuse my language, but go full steam ahead and get in there and don't give up. I'm not saying leave your nine to five job. Keep it. Don't run away from that. That's paying your bills. That's putting food in your child's mouth. That's that's keeping the wife happy. But get something on the side and go online. Everything is going online. Don't waste your time with brick and mortar. Yeah, certain areas you can, but majority I would say definitely go online. It doesn't have to be e-commerce store. You could sell a service. You could sell a service online. Marketing service, anything. There's. The opportunity for online is insane. And I'm telling people now, if they don't jump on now, they're going to miss the boat. They're going to miss the boat. E-commerce, you're missing the boat now. I'm telling you, the boat is leaving the harbor. You guys better jump on now. And don't be stupid and just create some any dropshipping store. Go and look for a niche and create a brand. Create a brand.
1: No, but that was good, man. Like, it's very passionate. I get, I get I get
0: passionate, bro. I get passionate, man, because like I said, we've been lied to and it's not fair. It's not fair, Frank. There are so many people out there that are struggling, bud. They are struggling, bud. You know, sometimes we think we got it bad, bro. We are, a lot of us are still very blessed, my man. I'll tell you that there are people out there struggling and, And Frank, a lot of of it is not because they don't want to do anything with their lives. It's because they haven't been given the tools. They've been set up for failure, bud. From the the get-go, bud. From the get-go. And, and, you know, that's that's where I get so upset with these big corporate companies, bud. They've got all the money in the world, bro. But really, what difference are they making, man? Honestly, Frank, what differences are they really making? Man, these one percenters, bud. These guys have enough money to lift the whole world out of the poverty. I'm not telling them what to do with their money. Hey, they made their money. They're capitalists. Good on them. Great job. Well done, guys. And I'm talking about all the guys, your Bill Gates, your Jeff Bezos, your, your Elon Musk, all of them. And I'm not saying they don't do good things for, for, for mankind but there's a lot more that can be done. The money can be spread, you know? And and it's huge aspirations that I have for Battle Axe Beards, but that's where I would like Battle Axe Beards to be eventually. Where we can really lift families out of poverty by empowering them to become their own entrepreneurs and then doing the same for someone else when their businesses can. Yeah, like it's it's a big thing for me, man. And all I can do is try my best and and yeah, and, and look at the end of the day I can't, I can't do it without the people either. You know, so I'm gonna need the support of the people. And but yeah, I I believe I believe with, with within due time it will all it will all um, manifest for the better of everyone, really. I don't want I don't want five houses, bud. I don't want an island. I want a house. I want to. I want. I want a house. I want a car. I want to be mediocre, happy, knowing that I'm helping other people. You know, like I don't mean like mediocre happy. I mean happy, but like, you know, I don't need all these these material things.
1: You know. Um. So yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's uh that's interesting for sure. Oh man. <clears throat> oh, Kyle. How, Kyle, how all that energy. The energy. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, what? What? What's what was the feeling when you had your first sale on Shopify?
0: Oh, but I still get the feeling. It's—I uh, don't think it will ever go away. I, it was amazing. I mean, I jumped up. I—I I, I shit you not. I jumped up screaming like a little girl. Like I still creamed, uh, uh Called my girlfriend over, baby, baby, we got our first sale. And you know, you get that ching sound that goes off on your phone, and it's—and I still get it, man. It's—it's like—it's like almost like fireworks that just go off inside, man. It's—it's it's an amazing feeling, and. And I think it really boils down to knowing the amount of all the amount of work that, that I put in up to this stage. And I mean, I still look back at it and I think to myself, shit, Carl, look what you've done. You know, don't, don't. And, and it boils down to again, you are only limited by yourself, your own thoughts, your own thoughts limit you. If you tell you, I can't do it. What are you doing, mate? You're pre-programming your brain to tell yourself it's not happening no bullshit try and hey if it doesn't work out you've tried um but yeah no i'm i'm amazed i'm amazed um yeah i'm amazed man it's, it's amazing what the what 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 a, what what a person can achieve if they really just put their mind to it and push to it but it's an amazing feeling frank um i don't think it will ever change bro um i love it it's a great feeling
1: I had a I had a guest and he does the Shopify store too and same thing. Like the first time you he heard the cha ching cha ching, and he says during Christmas it's like a cha ching cha ching cha ching. You know, so yeah, it'd be cool yeah. to it'd be cool to hear. Um, what what would you suggest to to people trying to get into e commerce?
0: All right, cool, awesome. Um, so I would definitely suggest that first off, you don't just go and create uh, any dropshipping store. You don't want to create a a dropshipping store where you are selling a product for a week or two weeks and you just want to push any one quick product. A reason for that is people have wised up. They know it. They see it and they're not interested. They know what's going on. I would highly recommend that you research a niche that you're possibly passionate about. It doesn't have to be a niche that you're passionate about. It can be a niche that you know that sells well and that's going to make you money because at the end of the day, that's probably what you're getting into. You want to make money. You want that financial freedom. You want to be your own boss. You don't want someone breathing over your own neck. So yeah, go into a niche, create a branding around that niche. Brand your niche. And then go and get yourself a reputable supplier. One, preferably not from China, not bad-mouthing China. Don't get me wrong, guys. I still have a lot of love for China, but let's face it, quality is not the best. I know that from living there for two years. Um, it's not the best. Yeah, you can get yourself some cheap cheap product and you, know, you can push your, bot, your, your bottom end. But really, you want to ask yourself the question, when building a brand, do you want just once-off, once-off customers or do you want returning customers? You want returning customers. You want customers that are going to trust your brand, that, that you can build brand integrity, you know? And so I would definitely say those are your three main things. Um, and then obviously you need to look at your payments, uh, payment providers, so your payment gateways. Being outside of the United States and being outside of Canada, I would highly recommend launch easy. Uh, they're a great team out in the UK. They help you with all the registration of your of your um, uh, of your company with the payment gateway. They handle it all. Great, great team, and the pricing is reasonable. I paid five hundred dollars, and I mean they dealt with all of that for me. And it's not easy, you know, being out of outside that side.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, I would say definitely those are your four main things, um, and then and then yeah, looking at your 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 branding. Branding is really important because I mean, branding is
1: what's going to stick. Um, so yeah. So do you think, do you think entrepreneurs are born or made?
0: Oh, very interesting. Very interesting. Yo, Frank, that's an interesting question, That's interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna answer like this. I'll say both. Okay, the reason why I say both is because there are certain individuals that are entrepreneurs, but they just don't know it yet. They haven't been given the opportunity to discover that for themselves. So that kind of needs to be taught to a certain extent. Not, not taught so much, but just kind of like opened and shown them, you know? Um, and then I would say there are entrepreneurs that are definitely born. Look at Elon Musk. For example, he's an inventor and entrepreneur, you know? Me, for example, I, wherever I've worked, I've always had a problem. I wouldn't say a problem with authority, but I've always, whatever business I've worked for, I've always seen ways where things can be improved and things can be done better. And if you're an individual like that, I'm telling you now that is a, that is a number one sign of an entrepreneur. It's a number one sign of an entrepreneur. If you can see something that can be done better. It's, it's a number one sign. And my whole life, I found myself always thinking this, always thinking this, you know, wherever I've gone, shit, man, DD dragon. We had conversations, you know, there where I thought things could be done a bit better and, and so forth. and, and all that. And, and so, yeah, I would say it's definitely both. Definitely both. Definitely both. <laughs> so I, so for example, me, for example, me. I was born an entrepreneur, but I never knew it. Because I was flooded with get a good job, get a good pension, work, work, and you know, be be a good, be a good little worker. I was flooded with that. My father pummeled me with that. And it's not his fault. It's because that's, that's the way he was brought up. You see, he was brought up from that old generation. Don't take risks. Don't take chances. And and so that's where, by me, finding, finding that documentary and listening to um, the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, that kind of woke me up. And then I started training myself you get what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where, where other guys are, are they born entrepreneurs and, and they're, they're blessed enough to have parents that, that are possibly entrepreneurs themselves or, or, or are more open-minded to, to a certain extent, you know, or whatever you want to, however you want to put it. And they are, how can I say groomed from a young age? You look at all these, you look at all these entrepreneurs, they all started doing a hustle from from a young age, and that's another thing. Now, actually, that I mentioned it to you, I've always been, I always have a side hustle, I always have something going on, generating extra cash, and those are all signs of entrepreneurship. But, and and I don't I don't promote it whatsoever. But if you look at drug dealers, they're some of the best entrepreneurs around. No, no, all, all fairness. Those guys know how to generate money. They know how to make business. I mean, it's insane. You speak to you speak to you speak to any professor, and he's going to tell you the same thing. Yeah, they, their business practices aren't great. What they sell in isn't great. I'm not for that, but those guys are all about making money and how to make money.
1: They're they're great entrepreneurs. It's crazy because um, I was watching. <laughs> T- two parts i was watching ozark and mm. have you seen ozark I've, I've seen a couple of episodes so yeah uh jason bateman he's like a financial guru you know money launderer whatever yeah, but his yeah. his son goes to a new school and the teacher's like okay you have to sign this petition that says you'll never do drugs or whatever and he actually says no no i don't know if i want to sign this and it's like you're a kid and then he actually brings up a point how in 2008 if it wasn't for the drug dealers, there'd be no circulation of like economy in the States and that like, you kind of need drug dealers because they like, they have other people to feed. And like, I'm not saying like, it's just interesting that yeah you brought yeah. that up. And then I actually saw, I think it was on a, a comedy show. They talk about how, like, if you look at like crackheads, like, they hustle to get crack. You know, I mean, they can't yeah. they gotta do what they gotta do to get what they need, you know? And so it's like if they can figure out how to get their, you know, fix, why can't other people, you know? So it's very interesting.
0: No, hold on, just to stop you there. I actually saw a post the other day on Instagram is, that said something very similar. And I just hold on, I just hope I don't butcher this now. But it basically said if a crack dealer can get his fix, oh wait, wait, a crack dealer is able to get his fix every day. Don't let him beat you to the hustle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I was like, yeah it's true man like it's so true it's crazy all right so yeah it's coming up an hour so i don't take much of your time um just last question like like yeah. how come like how come you like you you've you've already talked about it but like how come you're so involved in side hustles and entrepreneurship and like you know making money any way you can kind of like we, we, we've always said this, like, you somehow always survive. You get into a, a situation and you're a survivor. So, like, how come you're able to do this? Frank,
0: you know, I think it boils down to a lot to do with my parents. My parents, don't get me wrong, um, I had a great upbringing. Um, I had everything I needed. Um, you know, I never went, I never didn't have clothes or food to eat or anything like that. From the age of 18... I left the house. So I've been, I was in the UK for two years, um, came back from the UK, was back at home for about a year. And then I left, came back again to, then I was in China for two years. And then from China, I've been now in Vietnam for almost about two to three years. I think it really just comes down to where the way my father brought me up, where he made it very clear to me from a young age, uh, from the age of 18, you become a man and it's your responsibility to go out there and make something for yourself. No one is going to do it for you. No one is going to be there in your corner to back you. You need to do it yourself. I think it's really just being in that, that environment of growing up and being exposed to that and seeing my dad also just working so hard and installing in me that, that, that that, that great work ethic of, of never being lazy. Kyle, one thing, don't be lazy. And that's one thing I can say. I was never great at school. And not because I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot, but because I was never interested in what they had to teach me at school because I knew I would never be a doctor. I would never be a lawyer. I'd never be a mathematician. I'd never be a professor. I'd never be a, you know, anything like that. I, I, it didn't interest me. And, uh, but one thing, I've, I've never been lazy. I've, I've, I work. I work. If I need to work, I work my ass off. And, and really, yeah, I just think it boils down to just having that, that that father figure where he installed that in me from a very young age and then also just being alone, <clears throat> being on my own, not being with the family, not having that safety net where you're kind of forced to go out there and hustle and look for ways to make money and generate money. Because at the end of the day, if you don't, you're not going to eat, you know, and it's not as easy as, as lifting up the phone and say, hey, mom, dad, I need some cash. no. Because, but you're on the other side of the world, and the exchange rates and all that, and you know, and the parents are, are, um, are retired now too, and and that sort of thing. So it's it's yeah. You know, I would really just say it's that, Frank. Um, I've I've I would say that, that that's that's a blessing for me. I find that to be a blessing because there are so many parents out there, and hey, each one to their own. You know, raise your kid the way you want. I'm no one to say I'm no one to say raise your kid a certain way but there are so many parents out there that raise their children with this big safety net. Yeah. You never need to worry. Oh my word. You're 30 years old or you're 40 years old or you're 50 years old or this and that. And you know, mom and dad is still like helping you and, and paying for this and paying for that. And, and that's one of the biggest mistakes I think you can make as a parent, because what happens when that money dries out and mom and dad aren't around anymore, what does that child do? Because that child doesn't know how to fend for himself and generate cash and and you know, because he's always had that safety net behind him. So yeah, I think I think that's like a really important thing as a parent is just to you know, let your child know nothing in life comes free. Nothing. nothing in life. There's always a price. And you you know Frank, there are certain people out there that get it easy. Cool good on them that's great but there's a lot of people out there that we you don't get it easy and you have to put the hard work in and it takes time doesn't happen in a year it doesn't happen in two years that was also one of my problems too when I was younger I wanted to make quick money wanted that quick money get that quick money bud you know and it doesn't work that way and as soon as I realized that it also helped me on my path and I've become a lot more easy a lot more relaxed you know, if I don't get a sale in a day, hey, I'm not worried. It's a long-term game. It's a long-term game for me. So, yeah.
1: No, it's true because it's definitely, like, the quickest way to make cash, you know. But it's actually, you know, you said earlier persistence, hard work, and hard work pays off. And one thing I've noticed since I've been back in Canada is, like, how much hard work compounds, you know. And, it, yeah. you know, being being in Asia for so long, so many things that I could have done differently to grow my brand, to grow all this to grow everything that I was doing there. But you know, you live and you learn and now you have to start from scratch. So yeah, it. no, it's great. Uh no great points. And uh we'll we'll finish off with some small things. So I'll say something and you have to All say right. the first thing that comes to your head, okay?
0: All right, that's good.
1: Ready? Chinese food.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: What do you, you know, I mean like first thing that comes to your head is just okay. <laughs> like you you mean it's like average? Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Uh
0: marketing. Powerful tool. Positivity, recipe to success. I know not a lot. That's a lot of words, but yeah. Buyer persona, extremely important. Word of mouth, still one of the greatest forms of advertising.
1: I'm actually reading a book right now about it. So uh, reviews, a must. Shopify, awesome platform. Negativity, fuck it. Opportunity, grab it. Asia, awesome. Chop. <laughs> trademarked (laughs) i thought you're gonna say i thought for sure you're gonna say you um okay so before i let you go just uh tell everyone where they can find you your website your handles and then uh two small questions and we'll call it a day
0: yeah for sure um so you guys can check the website out at www.battlexbeards.com uh, email us at info at battlexbeards.com, Instagram at battlex, sl- oh, sorry, at battle under slash axe under slash beards.
1: Uh, Facebook is at battlexbeards. Cool. So I've never done this before. So it's be the first time. So you'll be the, the experiment. Tell mm-hmm. us one personal growth book that you liked and enjoyed. And then whoever listens to this podcast and posts it, I will put them in like a draw and I will pick a winner and I will send that person that book. So a book that you think will help people, uh, personal growth style that they could win. So what book would you recommend? So I know you've already I, mentioned Wanda Bunch.
0: I'm going to have to suggest um, rich man, uh, rich dad, poor dad.
1: Rich dad, honestly. poor dad. Okay, cool. So yeah, whoever... I honestly
0: really think it's amazing and it's going to help a lot of people. It'll explain a lot of things.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, So whoever, if you're listening, if you post this episode on your socials, I'll put you in the draw and then I'll do the draw. And then whoever wins will win the book and I'll send it to you. So that's great, Kyle. Great suggestion. And last question. If you had your last ever tweet, what would you want it to say? Can't be salesy.
0: Okay. Does it have to be like regarding my brand?
1: No, it's the last. No, it can't be salesy. And remember, tweets only 140 characters. It's basically... Carry each other's burdens. Carry each other's burdens. All right, man. I love it. All right, man. Well, this was great. Good catching up. There's a yeah, lot more man. we could have talked about. So probably have you yeah, on eventually. Man. Keep up the hard work. Keep doing yeah, no, what you're
0: doing. Sure. Your too, man. Keep that hustle on, bro. I'm loving the content that you're bringing out, dude. It's it's great. It's awesome to see your growth too, man. It's absolutely amazing. It's it it's just it's it's really it's mind-blowing how much you've blown up since you've been back at home and and i think it's actually it was actually a good thing you know um you're able to you know get back at home and find your grounding again and now you're getting into something that you really enjoy and love and it's, it shows in your work man so big up on you too bud great work dude
1: Thanks, man. I Love appreciate the kind of words. All right. Well, th- thanks uh, once again. Thanks for taking the time. I hope well. it's probably super late for you, so you got to go to bed. If you repost this, you'll be entered in the book draw for Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And uh, yeah, thanks, see buddy. you soon,
0: Kyle. Sweet, brother. Thanks a lot again. Brian, have a good one, bud. Cheers. Cheers, bud. Living that marketing life. Fuel marketing through education, inspiration, and motivation. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode or any other episodes, suggest it to someone who may enjoy it as well.